0: what's up everybody geek domination podcast the third part of our section for sunday november 8th exactly it's the topic section
1: zane here yeah anthony
0: here me anthony is here yes we're both here we are here and we're about to talk about a topic that i think is really central and i think prevalent in everybody's minds right now yeah it's it's pre-order bonuses pre-order bonuses uh, we could, we'll probably go into microtransactions.
1: We'll go into a little bit of that. We'll, uh, it's,
0: it's everything regarding that.
1: So, something I've noticed is, as time goes on, pre-order bonuses have gotten more and more egregious, more and more ridiculous. Far-fetched. Yeah. Things you never thought you would ever need or desire. By the way, great
0: name for a Pokemon bird. hmm So, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> off top of my head, right now,
1: the two that come to mind, probably largely because they come out this week mm. Black Ops 3 and yes. Fallout 4. Well, Battlefront 2 in, in a short Yeah, we got from there. But we'll yeah. get into that one in a sec because these two have physical things that are just absurd that you need. Um, Black Ops 3 had the Nuka Cola or whatever it was machine that was actually a uh, mini fridge.
0: Yeah, what was that about?
1: If you paid like $300 or some shit, $200, you got this big thing that looks Silly like the Juggernog. Yeah. It looks like the Juggernog machine mm. from Zombies, but it was a mini fridge. Yeah. Um, and then we've seen it with Fallout 4, but there's been like a shit ton of weird shit with Fallout 4's release too, because there's like socks, beer, soda. Um, those aren't even pre-order bonuses. Those are just the thematic hype machine. That have been causing But in addition You've also got like The the Pit boy edition That people hacked And figured out how to make 3 print their own That then they could Slide in their smartphone And have their own PitBoy. boy Yeah um, Yeah yeah Just some absurd shit um, Go back to some stuff That uh, myself and John Luke Have purchased already Is Destiny's pre-order bonuses Have been kind of ridiculous They're kind of more run-of-the-mill. I'll admit that much. They're more run-of-the-mill in the sense that it's a physical item, and then it's just a bunch of, like, artwork and...
0: Yeah, artwork,
1: bonuses,
0: in-game.
1: I'll give you... Yep, that's been a thing, too. So, not necessarily bad, but not the best. And I'll admit it up front that I've paid for those ones. It's happened. Um... we also wanted to discuss a little bit of the Deus Ex one, the most recent one, which was like a tiered system. We'll touch that in a minute. Yeah, oh, she it was pull like, up. pick
0: your augmentation.
1: Yeah, I'll pull that up here in a sec, and we'll have that available Man, too. That but was silly. So far, there's been predominantly absurd pre-order bonuses. Um, whether you, you consider the digital and the physical stuff to be more or less beneficial to yourself, that's up to you, but... A lot of it has just been absurd, and it seems like they're trying to like give you more of a reason, an incentive to purchasing the pre-order. Period, because it seems like pre-order sales must have had, had to have gone through a dip to justify them deciding to well, make all these physical items.
0: I think I think we have to look back. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Go ahead. So
1: take us back
0: to when pre-orders were a new, evolving thing, when companies started recognizing that the that uh reason and prevalence for doing that even in the first place now i think that the origination or the the uh origin uh, yeah that's a better way to say mm-hmm. it just the origin of pre-orders kind of go back to when we were in a time where we were dealing with the used games market and we are still doing that to this degree but their idea of combating it was a two fold approach mm-hmm. They wanted to do pre-order incentives because that would encourage people to buy new copies and to also give them money up front well, to help incur some of the costs that come with getting the game out out
1: front. To, to go back even farther actually, the the real origin of a pre-order was mm-hmm. to combat limited sales. If you only had so much of a product to sell and they sold out. And that was something that oh, happened that in that the too. 90s. That, that was hard. that was like N64 era. You had that problem um nintendo's been known to consistently deal with that problem yeah beyond that though there's never really been a real shortage but of copies
0: right there's never a so, shortage of copies which is why i thought the incentives that came from pre-orders which is when it started really coming out to yeah the fold, and that's was when like 2005 2006 ag- agreed yep yeah and that was also when the used game market was really starting to take a lot of money away yep, from yep. the new game market which yep. is where you know obviously uh, these publishers make their money and developers yeah, make them absolutely. So one of the ideas that came with combating that was offering these incentives for you to buy the game from them new. Yep. And we were also in that time dealing with a lot of other things. Um, about a year or so after that, we started seeing more games include sections of their game that was only allowed to be there if you had a certain code. Yep. Um, thankfully, that has been gone. That is stopped, um, but uh, that was still there, and I think that and pre-orders were the real reason why these started getting more and more ridiculous. Mm-hmm. However, as they started it as a way to combat new used, like the used games market, mm-hmm. it evolved in becoming something else. And yeah. like you're saying, it became a way of guaranteeing sales mm-hmm. before the game even released, which helps them create analytics yep. and helps them understand how much they're going to make off of a certain IP. Mm. For businesses,
1: them, this is an amazing thing. It allows them to essentially plan out exactly. the course of a franchise. Mm-hmm. The two that stand out in my mind the being the absolute most notorious for this, Assassin's Creed, yes. Call of Duty. The I annualized releases hurt the most because uh, Assassin's Creed is one of those things where they'll release essentially like four blandish missions that consist of very exclusive content each to several retailers and then after about three months of being in the market release a full content that's like 10 or 15 bucks that embodies all, all of the of pre-order them. bonuses at once
0: but because you've already pre-ordered you've gotten one of those already but it just allows you to get the other two. So they're not really losing anything from doing that from you. They're no. just getting an extra of like 10 or 20 bucks.
1: They're getting the amount that you're putting down on the pre-order. Yeah. So in some cases, you're not actually even losing money as a, uh, as a person who buys it that way. Because technically, if you're getting the pre-order, you're getting that bonus for the like for no cost, for no additional cost. You're just buying it from that retailer, and that's their reward to you is for coming to us instead of them.
0: Well, and that was the other side of the coin, too. I think retailers also started noticing the idea of pre order bonuses and And pulling more business. Yeah, exactly. The
1: big one for me that always stands out in my mind is uh, Halo 4 and the different armors you can get if you got like the console you got photos if you got um, one from like actually one.
0: same thing with halo 5 by the way too one yeah. of the bonuses for getting the legendary version the top tier version of the game is you get photos you get the crazy unicorn
1: helmet and then you rape them for their power uh that's our that's our in joke yes um Anyways, but uh, I remember like my brother from, ordered from some Australian retailer to get his sweet Decepticon-looking armor that no one else in the exactly. U.S. had. But, but then You had to like, go
0: through those hoops in order to achieve it. It's
1: it's silly. It is, because considering the GameStop on one side. was the one that looked all worried all the time. We kept making jokes about how it looked worried and the sad face.
0: Yeah, it's like the uh, the weird... Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, the uh theatrical trope you know with mm-hmm. the the happy face and the sad yeah. face you know it's so, shakespearean
1: yeah well and we also just kept making jokes by uh saying that it was uh don the don Knotts helmet because it, we just that's the voice that went along with that helmet right so you know but yeah just kind of like get, get farther into this mankind divided the game that's coming out soon uh beginning of next year actually they had a prayer to bonus set setup that was in tears, and basically you would pay into each tier and that's how you unlocked more and more content early and it wasn't necessarily bad because some of it was like a digital comic book or a digital novella um things like uh extra in-game mission digital original soundtracks so some of it's actually kind of cool stuff that you're you're technically buying just it happens to be bundled with the game and that's, that's how a lot and that's, of it
0: i think where our argument will start taking place.
1: yeah um the thing is, is, if you paid 100%, which is a yeah. $120, if you think about it, because this is a percent of the original cost. So,
0: times two on the game itself.
1: Yeah, you would get the game a weekend early. So, the Friday before the release of Tuesday. So, you had it for like four early days day before it went. Yeah. But, 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 apart from that, like, you got, you know, packs that embodied additional, like, skill sets or referenced the older games or whatever. That's what it looks like here with Intruder, Enforcer, and Classic Packs. And that's the ten percent additional. So I'm um,
0: I'm guessing it's it's probably a little bit of your looks too. It looks like that's, that. Just, that's what just I'm by thinking. the look
1: of it. But yeah, that's like okay. So put in perspective, that's sixty six bucks because ten percent of the value. Then you had the twenty five percent of the value. So then you're talking about a fourth of the, the original cost. So fifteen dollars or no twenty. No, it's fifteen. Yeah, fifteen dollars or whatever towards it. So, you're doing $75 at that point. $75, you got like the art book and the sampler. Now, then, just to put it in pref- uh, proper perspective, uh, Square Enix did uh, cancel all this. They decided not to do this anymore. So, if you had pre ordered it, say, when it had first come mm-hmm. out, you would have been refunded your money back. Yeah. But regardless, this is something that was actually tried. Yes. Didn't seem like it went anywhere because they canceled it. It seemed like. Mm,
0: well, it's there gone. was a lot of outcry from a lot of the fans about this because. There are certain things in this while it's interesting I and I think this is where our argument will go mm-hmm. further. I don't think things based on the game should be an unlock lock system. And that's where my biggest faults with pre-orders go from because when you look at this pre-order today mm-hmm. thing, not only do you see these, you know, uh, enforcer packs, intruder packs, classic packs, which I'm assuming are skins, you go to the next tier, which is interesting: digital artwork, digital original soundtrack. But then you go into extra in-game mission. That digital should be novella. below the physical. And well, and then not only that, but then early release, A, an extra week earlier. That's just that's getting ridiculous.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I want to be I want to be honest here. This is how I separate good pre-orders from bad pre-orders. Yeah, yeah. and my annoyance level with it. Mm-hmm. I believe that when you come out with a triple-A game that costs 60 fucking dollars, $60, which is a large price point, and it might morph in the next two years, as we're seeing, mm-hmm. I think, honestly, you shouldn't be excluded from stuff that's within the original release of the game itself because that starts to get into shady fucking territory, not only mm-hmm. with gameplay value, but also with artistic vision yep who says that extra game in-game mission could be something extremely prevalent to the story or the gameplay mechanics of the game itself Mm -hmm. which in which totally change how you view the game that becomes shady to me now the good things where i see pre-orders success and good things about it, is when we get into the things that are trivial, when we get into things that are maybe physical. That's why I would like to separate the two. Mm -hmm. When you get a game, you should get what the game is. You know what? No no excluded missions, and let me finish real quick. But when you pre-order something, hey, you get a digital soundtrack. Hey, you get some extra artwork. Mm -hmm. Hey, you get some skins. Even skins, I'm willing to say, are extra stuff, because honestly skins don't affect your ability to play the game yep in most circumstances i can't even think of one game where the skins have affected your ability to play the game i would also itself
1: yeah i would like to even add that you know what let's even differentiate just pre-order from a normal purchase if you want and only on stuff that is frivolous like you're describing challenge map does not supply a story narrative, as long as it's that, that caveat. For instance, like Arkham games, these challenge maps are very much not part of the story.
0: Right. That's a good If you that's gave a very me a
1: pre-order bonus that was a challenge map or two or whatever, you know, however many, whatever. who cares? Yeah,
0: it's, it's like a trivial, frivolous Exactly. Thing Something that you really will mad. probably
1: sell later for a cost of a low cost value. But I'm getting it for free because I decided to pay you guys early. Sure. That sounds good to me.
0: But like that... Is like that barrier. Exactly. and when the line exactly. starts getting very
1: fine, very very clear. Yeah, yeah. You have That's to be exactly careful. right. Um, shit, the Destiny ones were all frivolous. By the end of it, the pre-order stuff that we got, it was all frivolous. Uh, there's stuff that, that happens between consoles. We've discussed that and I linked before, and that's not to be discussed here. Well, and that's Just that's a
0: console matter. That's not
1: a pre-order exactly. Order matter. Yeah. Exactly. So with this, with the pre-order stuff, all we got were a few new emotes. They were dances. They're funny got a lot of uh, me pelvic thrust and that's what happened with that. Um, you got a shader, obviously frivolous, just a color scheme. A mark bond or cloak that was an exotic was exclusive to the pre-order, but is only at a year one defense value, so it's far so below. So it is still
0: frivolous at the end of the day. It only
1: helped you level up quicker. It was a 25% experience mm-hmm. bonus on the subclass that that applies to, so that's the three okay, new subclasses. Yeah, yeah really and trivial And a 10% things. bonus on all your experience gains, and it's yeah. like, realistically, that's useless in the face of just leveling. The end game. Yeah. So all frivolous shit that you got for that pre-order bonus. We all thought it was gonna be a little better than that, and it wasn't that's our faults for just falling into the prey of that. But regardless, the physical stuff was pretty cool. I got, uh, we got a pretty cool little book. Um, that was actually, it's, it's a physical version of Cade's version of treasure Island. So it's got a bunch of annotations and notes in there and allusions to other things within the game. It's a good little, like break the fourth wall moment of you being involved in what's going on in the real game. Yeah. Not at all needed whatsoever by any stretch of the imagination. Mm -hmm. Nothing fun interesting intriguing sure the art fantastic it's that kind of thing so we got a lot of frivolous stuff that you know the end of the day i do like like the the art stuff is pretty cool like if i had a game room i would probably get a little bunch of little tiny stick things and getting stuck all around the room because they're nice little art pieces and
0: and honestly when i look at my latest pre-order that i did Mm -hmm. which was halo 5 guardians yeah i was actually a little disappointed because you get a random ass warzone rec bundle thing that in and of itself is normally 25 bucks
1: 25 bucks keep that in mind so that's freebie for buying for buying it's a freebie
0: for buying early which technically is a value but also when you think about it it's locking the things that you have to play the game Mm -hmm. which it gives you an extreme boost compared to other players and multiplayer in pvp is a big part of what halo is Mm -hmm. i found that to be a little shady and to be honest, looking at the other side of it, there was hardly no physical additions. I paid a hundred bucks for that game, and that's really all I got extra, which is the same price of a twenty-five dollar pack. Mm-hmm. So there was no point in pre-ordering the goddamn game. The only reason why, you, why I pre-ordered it is because I wanted it early. You still or I played... Just wanted it, I should say. Yeah, yeah. And it wouldn't have mattered. I could have gotten it late, and it would have not affected it. There was I nothing. I will say. So you I got, got no that or? Could not uh, be let me,
1: uh, yeah. Let me clear uh, clarify this real quick. Is you did not get to play early. No. Okay. The only reason why I mentioned that is because Black Ops 3 had this situation where when you paid the pre order in full. Yep. So far, I'm not sure well, about. Physical. And we were seeing it
0: with this day use X button yeah, yeah. too, as I think what you're saying. Exactly. You're yeah. You're yeah. So
1: to. four days early is essentially equivalent of what you got with your rec pack in terms of progression. It's a leg up-ish, up- ish. yeah, because obviously with the, with the physical release- anyone
0: else could have bought that same thing at the very same value that I ended up actually paying for it. Yeah. In fact, I think I paid a little bit extra, mm-hmm. funny enough. Probably. I bought the $100 Legendary Edition. I got that, and then I got a weird side story thing that technically I wouldn't need because I've already experienced that story through my head anyway because I've read the book The Fall of Reach. Thank you. That was the only so, yeah. extra $5
1: thing. Now that, that being said with like black ops three is that if you're going to spend those four days playing the multiplayer and getting all that you can get in multiplayer in those four days, that's the equivalency of the rec pack in terms of progression. Well,
0: And but for again, me, yeah, that
1: too. That's just the fact that it allows you the access early and then it's on you, the player to progress yourself. If you're just going to play the campaign early, you didn't technically get anything early. You just got the bonus that was early whatever but if you're not going to capitalize it in that mentality that way it's not a real bonus
0: well and that's what i felt like with this pre-order for halo 5 guardians is mm-hmm. technically as a pre-order bonus um it suffered from the reverse where we get into lines of oh that's ridiculous that they offered that to these people versus the non-player the mm-hmm. those non-pre-order people and then now we get into that other line of the field where it's like well i actually pre-ordered something and it really doesn't matter yeah this is that problem for Halo 5. Mm-hmm. It's on that other side of the line where it's like, really, why why did I pre-order it? There is nothing special I got from no. it. But, if I had invested $140 or $160 Andrew and Andrew level, which is totally fine, I'm not he mad actually about got it,
1: something cool. he gets something really fucking awesome. Technically, it's bookends. It's a statue. It's a split. It has magnets along the base and the backside, so what's cool is when you pull them apart... You can have like separate pieces that like essentially bookend something. I think they're not the best for bookends because there's not like a solid wall between them. But you can then align them and they magnetize together and you have a full set that shows Locke and Chief on the same statuette
0: right pretty cool i mean it's it's really cool i don't mind that i think the that's physical a cool thing, thing is justified i think the physical thing is justified in your mind because for andrew he loves a that die-hard thing. He, he's a die-hard you, thing you've him. seen
1: all of his assassins oh yeah he has everyone
0: and in fact and this is where the point i'm making mm-hmm. eventually too is i paid the second tier level for halo Reach. do you know what that got me
1: more than this
0: yeah i got a full-on halsey art book
1: yeah that's right journal yeah. for what
0: she was talking about and dealing with at that time it was an extra like level Essentially to what i was novel, doing plus i a got a novel. few extra weirdo skins and stuff mm-hmm. not necessary to the game but i got that extra material good on the side that wouldn't have been there otherwise and yep. it helped justify that pre-order and purchase to me absolutely i think that is the area where where pre-orders succeed That's why I don't think where they succeed is the digital verse, that mission exclusivity, that extra rec pack shit. I think that's where pre-orders start to fail. And I think what we'll eventually go towards is when we get into DLC pre-orders, which in my opinion is the most shady version of this, especially because they're not very transparent as of yet.
1: No, I'll give you that. Um, as we've learned over the multiple years of Assassin's Creed those missions wind up being totally frivolous and pointless and you can totally skip them and fine. not miss anything yeah yet, it's just the fine. idea of it and that they don't name. advertise that and that's the problem is like obviously over the course of multiple games we've learned
0: yeah it's not a good not value and then it also becomes an idea where it's like well, why wasn't this there in the beginning? Yeah, Because if it's so frivolous, why exclusize, exactly. exclusivize it?
1: That's right. The big one that got me was for uh, Black Ops 3. Heck, even uh, Ghost. I don't remember anything about Advanced. You probably remember that one better than I do. But I remember with Advanced, you got one mission for pre-ordering or buying the game outright. It would be that if you bought the use, you couldn't play that map. And then with uh, Black Ops 3, it's that you get the new version of Nuketown, which is the digital, like futuristic-looking one for free if you pay if you bought or pre-ordered the game knowing that what does that mean for people who buy the game after the fact that's a map that's a multiplayer map that people won't get access remember when we did like halo and you'd be missing a map pack and it would tell you like you you cannot access this playlist at all and it's a new, that new playlist that's bad that's very bad that's very and bad that's
0: that's the problem that we're getting into with this too I, and just to highlight the the versus mentality with this too, I'd like to highlight a good pre-order. Yeah. In my mind, to me, mm-hmm. and I'm going to do this uh, probably later today if I have time. Well, maybe not today because I think they close at 6. I'll probably do it tomorrow, but I need to pre-order Battlefront. Um, I need to get that on my console. And you know what happens with this? This is the one regular pre-order. I'm not talking about the $100 level bullshit because that is silly to me. Um, I'm talking about the base level $60 pre-order. There is two versions of it that I have seen. One is if you pre-order at GameStop, you get an exclusive poster that's pretty cool looking. That's that material. not gotten mine yet, but yeah yeah, but that's that material good that's not really something that you can debate against, but it is an incentive for pre-ordering the game. I like that idea. And on addition, no matter how you pre-order it, if you pre-order it anywhere, You get one week early access of Jakku, which is technically a map that's coming free to everyone playing the game. Mm -hmm. You just get it a week early. That, to me, is no harm, no foul, and good incentive. That's a good pre-order.
1: Well, heck, I did the deluxe edition, which Mm is $15 more. Mm -hmm. So it's not like it's a crazy dollar value more. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just digital stuff. Mm -hmm. It is. The DL-44 Blaster.
0: See, this to me is just silly. Oh, it is. It's absolutely silly. Because it's just... (laughs) And I didn't
1: realize that until after the fact. But (laughs) it was one of those things that you just... You were like... They're like, do you want to get this? I'm like, I love Star Wars. (laughs) Like, that's your response. (laughs) you're gonna...
0: could go into it and then I'll... I'll Right, right. It's
1: just one of those things where, like, you don't really think it. You're just like... Someone asks you a question. You're like, I love Star Wars. Uh And it's sort of just a yes without trying. But uh, Ion Grenade, Ion Torpedo, Ion Shock, and uh victory emote uh the iron shock is also an emote so those are two emotes
0: but these are things that you can earn without doing the pre-order oh
1: no well like we played the the demo and within like three games you had the d dl 44 blaster
0: well i think it's a different version of the blaster yeah but i don't think it's the dl 44 okay because that's han solo specific blaster but it's a blaster similar to it
1: i remember now it's got a black tip versus like a silver at tip any rate but yeah. all you're
0: getting for these items is early access you're
1: skipping a couple levels which, in terms me, of the unlock
0: in that line of really shady or really silly it falls in the really silly category, category where it's like Frivolous well, for, 15 bucks for that shit
1: i think i can still abandon that because that's really stupid
0: yeah exactly so to me it's on that other side of the problem where it's like that's just a really silly put, i've only
1: put the, the the base mount down the very yeah. lim- smallest mount you can put down i've already done that and mm-hmm. i get paid the day before it comes out so i'm just in my head like okay like i'll pay for the rest yeah. like the day i go to pick it up because yeah. fuck it yeah. and then that same day i can easily go back and be like yeah so i don't actually want that deluxe edition can you just make it the normal and mm-hmm. call it good please mm-hmm. so i'm probably gonna do that because looking at this this is stupid.
0: Yeah, and when you think about it, like the regular version gives you what you need anyway. Mm. All I want is Jakku eventually, and I'm not going to get that. I'm going to get it It's a week one early. week. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I'm going to pre order, and I don't think Mason will listen to this, so I don't think it affects him, but uh, he's getting a birthday present, which is Battlefront, and I'm getting it for him, but I'm actually getting my version on the PS4. So not only do I get early access to the PS4 but I'm probably going to keep the poster that I get for pre-ordering it through the game stop mm-hmm. and then I give him the game but I get keep the poster which is pre-order incentive for me to do that both ways yeah. either way it's a win-win-win that's why i think material goods is where pre-orders really succeed because it is something tangible that i think you should always
1: love i think you should always get something like a poster or a keychain something for the base pre-order something
0: material that's outside of how the game will affect you game-wise
1: yes i think if you're gonna throw in incentives for higher dollar value be appropriate with it like for instance the one thing that bugged me most about that 80 uh taken king pre-order that we did, was mm-hmm. we jumped on the, the physical one because we could justify it to ourselves. The $80 for physical goods made sense.
0: Well, that's had, what I'm saying. Physical they goods. They had a sense.
1: digital version that only covered those digital items that was also $80. Mm-hmm. And, we, and at the time, we couldn't justify that shit. What it turned out to be was that the remainder of that bonus for the $80 digital was that you got 2300 silver in game for free which is not really for free because guess what it's you're not. not getting the you're physical ones you're paying way it. fucking early for it
0: exactly that's the idea that really drives me crazy with these pre-order bonuses is they want to instill this idea that they're doing something so nice for you that you're getting it mm-hmm. for free nothing in this world is for free thank you please understand this both sides of the equation yeah, whether yeah. you're a consumer or a producer mm-hmm. nothing is for free don't try and shake the consumer into believing that they're getting it for free, because the people that understand how the market if you works pay, do understand that. If and then you the other pay side full of the coin price. Is, the, is the reverse.
1: If you pay full price and get a poster, that poster is in fact for free, but it is also meant to be an incentive for buying early. You
0: paid for the poster,
1: but guess what? It's you pay. Well, no, you're, you paid for the game. Yeah, which is at the same the dollar. Poster. Exactly. Well, that's what I'm it's saying. probably cheaper. The to difference, produce. exactly. And that's what I was saying is that if it's the same cost as you would get after release, then it's a free item. If it is anything more than that, you are no longer paying for free.
0: Right. And that's why I say physical goods is where it's at because mm-hmm. it's something that incentivizes people who have a love for something into buying it early.
1: But looking at something the here. shady
0: side of it is, is the that, reverse GameStop? where they exclusivize some of their content For only those people, and Mm -hmm. then it splits the fan base, and it also splits sometimes, in some cases, the artistic vision of the game itself, Mm -hmm. which affects the way you, as a consumer, enjoy the game. That,
1: to me, is a problem. Here's something ridiculous. If you pre-ordered Black Ops 3 on the Microsoft Store, you would get a $10 gift card (laughs) for more Microsoft content. (laughs) And pre-ordering select games on Microsoft Store in general, Black Ops 3 happened to be one of them, you would get 15,000 Xbox Live reward credits, which is essentially 15 bucks on the storefront. So yet again, like, this is an instance where to counteract GameStop, to counteract a retailer (laughs) Mm -hmm. that can give you a physical good, they're giving you digital reimbursement, which essentially, this is them saying, like, hey, you spent $60 on us. Here's actually 10 on that back because... Thank you for not going to your GameStop.
0: Technically, to me, that's just the markets, the free markets competing.
1: It is. And I'm fine with that. Yeah, that's that's cool with me. harmless. This actually makes more sense to me in the sense that 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 extra $10 is technically something that you're paying GameStop. That's the cut that they're taking off the top. Because then they send $50 off to the publisher, and then they take off their portion, and then leave the remaining scraps for the developer. And that's how gaming development works. That's how game pricing works. That's how everything of this works. Pre-ordering just allows them to have money before they give you a product of any kind and allows them to track their numbers better because they get numbers in advance to the release. It's
0: about an analytical game at
1: that point,
0: which is good for um, return on investment. Yeah. You know, Um, and that's, that's great. That's fine. Totally fine. It's just we need to understand when things work and when things don't. That's why Deus Ex is augmentation bonus pre-order shit didn't work because the structure they were was wrong. exclusivizing not only the game content but also early access to the game itself which is really fucking shady you play double price you get yeah. it a week early yeah that's gonna definitely split your player base that's definitely gonna make people upset Be yeah smart with your pre there i
1: producers. love the idea of the tiered system the if placement was, if was for good. the tiers was wrong, was I think.
0: Well, I think placement for the tiers and the tiers themselves. Like yeah, yeah, don't agree with don't, that. don't do anything in the game other than the skins, and it would have been maybe fine. And then offer something really cool, like the last degree, is something like with Andrew, where mm. he bought the legendary super version of Halo 5, and he gets a cool statue. Do that for um, Adam West, and that Mm. would have probably incurred people to buy that exclusive version, because honestly, I think Adam West, not only just as a character, but as a statue, would be really cool to have. I would have might even be interested in that, Mm. and I don't do that often.
1: Um to go back to that little deus ex thing would have been like okay if you pre-ordered period you should have had the early access that should have been just a thing if you pre-ordered versus just buying the game day it comes out
0: roughly i will agree roughly yeah i still think in general they shouldn't even offer it as a bonus i don't i don't if, think if you're not game off- wise you should offer that as a bonus unless it's like a map pack like with Koo. that's mm-hmm. fine to me that's different
1: yeah i don't know it, it really depends because again this is just going from their marketing my eyes in my head i'll put it that way because this is from their end of how do we get more people to buy our game early well we tell them that we'll give them hell you know what give them 24 hour access early it's not gonna break the bank it's not gonna break your game maybe for like an extra five bucks yeah, I was thinking just to buy it if you bought it early, bef- like before that week.
0: If the price point was right yeah. and it wasn't too ludicrous, I will concur. Because that I that will be say, I would
1: say that like early access should not be like a ridiculous price, and I would say that yeah, one hundred and twenty bucks, stupid. Wow. Yeah, because I would agree. The five, maybe uh, if they fit that one in the five percent bracket or the ten percent bracket or whatever that was, that or the first one, that's probably fine. That little bit of extra money, just play the game a little bit early, whatever. Fuck it, like that's that, if that's what you want to do. That's what you want to do. Um, same with the missions. I wouldn't have even included if, the missions personally. If splits you clarify to people way in advance, this mission does not affect the story in any way. It is just merely extra playing content it's like just dropping another map with no storage like but, but you have to be clear and concise
0: right. it's just it's a hard line to it cross is. because i've seen the reverse of that true where i have the companies say that it's not and it really is the thing that comes to mind for me mass effect 3
1: agreed totally
0: promethean mm-hmm. that is a big difference in the long-term gameplay of that game and dialogue which affects the artistic vision of the game yep that's terrible idea because my mind went to assassins and assassins
1: none of those missions ever matter so it's like if you if you made that very clear these are just additional gameplay areas well and that's why with your idea
0: of batman challenge mode maps it works great because those are challenge mode maps there's no any type of story no dialogue really Mm. involved with that at all they're literally just for players to play but it's harder with things like that.
1: Yeah, and that's where I, that's where I like, I like the Assassin's line. Creed way because none of that is story. They just say, like, hey, we found a cool thing over here. You want to find it? And that's the end of the setup for the mission. And then you just go to that island and you do your little parkour stuff. And yeah, you find usually it's thing. like
0: an enhanced version of a sword.
1: Yeah, something exactly. Something like that. And it's not even like it'll break the game because, like, halfway through you'll find something better. But for yeah. that first half of the game, you'll have an ex- yeah. a nice weapon. Yeah. 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 Stuff like that is fantastic. Because it's frivolous, it's bullshit, it makes someone feel like they did, they made the right decision with whatever they bought, wherever they bought it.
0: Especially if it's for the regular $60 price point.
1: Exactly. That's what I'm kind of getting at. Is like, yep. as long as you're kind of consumer doing these value. really developer, well, and more specifically publishers, because they're the ones who kind of decide these things.
0: Well, but like, you have to make sure it has a consumer value. Yes. So the publishers can
1: win. Exactly. Exactly. That, so I think they all, this just kind of reinforces the overall marketplace that, we need to have better clarification between what publishers are designing people to buy we, and what they're selling people. Yeah, and we, as as consumers, we need to be better informed about what we are paying for.
0: Right, and I think this is a good point in to transfer the talk from regular pre-orders into my other point that I mm-hmm. want to make. Yes, please do pre-orders for DLC. The transparency on the tr- the pre-orders for DLC is incredibly. We discussed this vague. on lunch. We have two examples. Where it was extremely fucking vague at time of pre order. Yep. Batman Arkham Knight yep. DLC pre order. You were just promised no six, explanation.
1: Months, six months worth of content. Like, essentially, they didn't even clarify what that meant.
0: What that content was.
1: And when you would get it. Fortunately,
0: so far, we have been in? somewhat lucky. I would honestly put the value that I paid. I paid the, that premium price because I was $100 like, you know, total. i right? curious. $100 period. It it was, I think, fifty or sixty. It was like it was like paying for the game times two. So it was like because the season
1: pass was forty, and then the game itself was sixty. Did you pay any extra for the base game?
0: I might have done a hundred and ten because I think there might have been some tax involved and whatnot. No, I believe that. I completely believe that. So okay, so I paid a hundred and ten. So fifty dollars price point for the DLC. I'll go ahead and streamline it up to that. Fifty dollars for the premium Mm -hmm. DLC. So far, I feel like I have gotten a twenty-five dollar to thirty dollar value for that.
1: Which we're just is over not half. That fully fifty dollar yeah. value,
0: and we're a little over halfway there. Remains to be seen. So far, it's not the worst thing. No. However, the idea of it is extremely shaded, it's and it's shady. Took- if you're going to offer pre-orders on this DLC, you need to be extremely transparent. Extremely. What is it? When is and- it coming out? Tell us. Otherwise, don't pre-order it. Well, I'm I, not gonna do that for Battlefront. Well, and and battle say Front, that I'm more excited for than Arkham Knight.
1: Agreed. And for Arkham Knight, though, I'll say this too, though. It did take them a while, but after about f- three and a half months, they, they finally released the list. They just released one big list and we're like, this is it. This is what's coming. Right. And it took them that long, but they did it.
0: Take it, take it, take me for my mm-hmm. word here. I'll be totally transparent. So after the Battle, battle of Jakku comes out and everything, and then maybe say that's when they reveal what their season pass will give you, then I would possibly buy it if it worked for me. But I refuse to buy any DLC that is not telling us what it is. I will that. Pre-ordering DLC for no understanding of what that DLC is is a very extremely unsafe move to make. I have done it once. I did the experiment. I don't know if it paid off for me. I don't know either. So I have learned my lesson. And I encourage other mm. people in the gaming community to do that, too. I won't do it again.
1: Yeah. Yeah. i um, trying to think. So I did pre-order bonuses and, and DLC pre-ordering for the season pass of Origins, Arkham Origins, back when that came out.
0: But did they tell you what it was about?
1: Mm, I don't remember. Okay. Because Arkham
0: well. Arkham Knight was my first experiment, and I think it's a failed experiment, because honestly, I I think well, it's way too tra- origins
1: shady. was just a shady game altogether. But <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, because <laughs> I got the first issue of the tie-in comic for free. I got um obviously the game a bunch. I got every pretty much every skin ever in that game which was pretty cool because it's just batman and you know costumes are cool not a big deal and i think that was more of a bonus than it was dlc um really i think there was only one piece of content that came out and it wasn't a season pass thing it was just a part of the pre if you pre-ordered early enough and i think maybe ten dollars over or something like that Mm -hmm. you got the dlc for free whenever it came out and that Mm was the mr freeze origin too yeah, um, yeah, uh, Cold Cold Night, was Cold, it? Cold Cold Heart? Cold Cold Heart. Yeah, that's right. You're right. Um, that game, though, had a lot of other problems on its plate. Warner Brothers never supported the online. The online was actually pretty interesting and cool. Like, three times the I got concept, into the game. The
0: concept, not necessarily the execution.
1: It needed support. Yeah. And really they didn't. told you after Assassin's Creed came out, like, two weeks later, that they were no longer going to support it at all. So they... I have a feeling that's happening
0: with MGS5 right now. I'm going to check later too. tonight, just Out of curiosity.
1: Yeah, it's just... Tired of buying things ahead of time that aren't what you wanted to come out. In addition, them creating an entire economy of bullshit to try and give you a reason to pay more than the $60 value, or at least the $60 value in some cases, if they're really dire, to then play a game that you may not have really wanted in the first place. Well,
0: and this is the thing that's both go ahead
1: was i was gonna say hell borderlands the newest one or the handsome collection one of them yeah had the actual like rc claptrap which is fucking cool actually and that's something that like was cool but the limited release was so limited almost no one has one hmm. and that's the downfall of those things is that you hype up a, a thing that's really cool and what makes people want the game because of this really cool additional thing And then you don't make enough of that really cool additional thing so people are left with just their game and then like a sorry of some kind and some form of refund or whatever. We've seen that
0: with Pip-Boy Editions
1: and with uh, Amiibos. (laughs) Indeed, indeed. And so now we kind of have this weird economy where there's a demand for the physical and there's no support for it. And then we have a shit ton of digital shit that no one cares about coming our way.
0: Yeah, we are at a interesting time. Mm -hmm. with the gaming industry because whereas i think a lot of other industries in the entertainment market um have bottomed out what is going on and what works um i think we're seeing maybe a change in tv Mm -hmm. with movies i think it's been pretty stagnant over the years the only thing that's changed it up is the 3d market and i think that's going to be going away within the next five to six years because i don't Mm -hmm. think 3d is important Mm -hmm. um To be honest, we're seeing something like that with the gaming industry. And keep in mind that the gaming industry is far younger than those other two markets. So we have to really, more than ever, more than even in movies and and TV series and all of that, Mm -hmm. we really have to fight with our dollars. And that's why I understand when people get way outraged at some of the things that people do, even though maybe I don't agree with it. For example, Angry Joe yeah yeah angry joe i really respect that dude a lot um i mm-hmm. think he's got a lot of interesting contact he's he's, he's a funny ass dude he's good yeah but um i think his review of the halo 5 um game is very flawed in of itself that he gives it like a i think it was a seven that he gave it and mainly the the main reason for it was because of the goddamn wreck packs while i understand that annoyance that's not the base game which is why he gets fixated on like one issue exactly but and and blows that up it's it's hard for me because like as now as a burgeoning critic myself and starting to look at what's working in a story and what's working as gameplay and all of that it's hard for me to criticize a game based on a bad economic marketing value but at the same time i also want to get annoyed because honestly the rec packs are annoying i'd rather just unlock things as you level up that'd Mm -hmm. be great but you have to do it this way because they needed a microtransaction value because they're going to make money off of it really easily. We need to fight with our dollars. Be wise on what you spend. Be wise on what you pre-order. Because honestly, if we keep pre-ordering things when we don't know what they are, when they're really silly stuff, Mm -hmm. when they're stuff that's exclusive and ruins the artistic vision, Mass Effect 3, for example, we need to be more careful on what we do with that. Because yeah. we will fight for our dollars, yep. and if we as a community do fight for our dollars, we'll see a change. We will. We it happens know. every time. We, we already that's know about it. Exactly. That's what. That's why that exclusive exclusivity. Sorry, exists. exclusivity um, was removed for games with multiplayer add-ons. Yep. do you remember mass effect 3 and how their multiplayer was only exclusive for a time to people who had bought the base game yep. people got annoyed with it and people didn't hell people fought with EA their dollars Access, or whatever it and, was
1: the and EA ea's Access. entire uh yep. yeah where you have to you have to buy the game new to get it mm-hmm. and if you bought the game used you had to pay extra for it
0: exactly and 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 it's those things that were annoying consumers they fought with their dollars they fought with their critical response and things changed I can't remember the last game since Mass Effect 3 that had any type of exclusivity based on a pre-order code that was provided with the base game at launch. Yep, If you buy a game, you get what's in the game now. And that's a good thing. Yeah. But I'm afraid if we start getting into this habit where we buy for untransparent DLC and buy for these things where it's like an exclusive mission here or there that actually affects how you enjoy the game, I'm afraid we will steep into those bad points. But it's hard to criticize a game just to based on those things because what if you love the game still with those things added on? It's a fine line as a critic here's, and as a consumer to draw. It's here's so kind of hard. my
1: rule of thumb on pre-ordering in general. Go ahead and pre-order under mm-hmm. these three circumstances. One, you want to preload digitally and play right at midnight and not wait in a line. I'm starting
0: to get into the habit of that myself.
1: So that one's fine by me. That yep. makes sense. I'm doing that a lot. Makes perfect sense. Two, you're like me. You want to put $5 down on one day and then till the game releases, put down a little bit at a time till you're at the full value because, hey... You've got a budget to work around sometimes,
0: which is why GameStop and other places like that can work well for. You.
1: Exactly. Third thing, you see a really cool physical item that you know you will get, or that you are willing to take the chance on and get a refund for later, like Andrew, the pit boy or yeah. Whatever. Andrew
0: got a badass statue for Halo Five Guardians. Paid one hundred twenty bucks. He's satisfied.
1: I got a Dinklebot sitting over there somewhere. (laughs) It's still Dinklebot because Dinklage is on the record, and it's
0: also a fascinating um, geek piece now because as you think about it, it's going to be a collector's item.
1: Oh, absolutely! That voice
0: has been removed from the game entirely Mm -hmm. now. Fascinating,
1: exactly. So that's cool. I've got a nice little paperweight in the shape of a strange coin. Ooh, which is just—I have a strange coin. Yeah, why not? Exactly. Um, So you know, whenever you see something really cool physically like that by all means. Um, if you're like, like I said, if you're like me and there's a game that you know you're going to buy regardless, but you don't want to pay full price on the day it comes out, but you know, you can pay, Hey, $60 over six months. Why not do that? It's pretty simple. Throw $5 each time and you won't even notice that you paid it off. Um, again, like I said, digital is great. Digital is fantastic. Being able to just go, Oh, it's mid, it's like 10, 10 PM my time. Cause it's launching out 12 AM over uh, on the East coast launch oh, I'm playing now, two hours earlier than everyone else just because it's synced up with the rest of the U.S. Like Those are cool and justifiable ways to do this. If you're going into it with the idea of a pre-order bonus, that is like an actual bonus and that's why you did this, albeit, I'm all for researching which retailer has a cooler one sometimes depends on what it is if it's something as frivolous as an armor that doesn't play any role to your actual skill set like sage did with fall or with halo 4 yes whatever you know whatever i'm kind of indifferent kind of miffed because it looks cool as fuck and none of us knew about it
0: andrew and i talked about this during the halo 5 cast and um yeah one of the things that really Bugged him the fuck out is the fact that that phobos that unicorn yeah, photos, helmet yeah. you will never be able to achieve just because that it was exclusive to that one percent that got a certain edition of the
1: game. Mm-hmm. See, and that one's the one that's ridiculous to me because you're already getting a cool console that looks like it's Halo. Like,
0: it was literally the people who bought the Halo Five console.
1: I'm always okay. Literally only that. I'm always. If it was okay. the legendary
0: version, I it might have been a little bit better.
1: I would have even personally. Again, this kind of falls under the same rule. Like Assassin's Creed's actually done a pretty good job with their stupid pre-order bonuses because you don't pay any extra for them at launch. And then later you have the opportunity to buy a full pack of them for 10 or 15 bucks. In that case, like with the Halo Armors, for instance, make them exclusive for like six months, three months, whatever, yeah, however long. that would have
0: been fine if it was like six months edition as a little bonus.
1: And then everyone gets them for free. That's the key with those kind of things though.
0: Because let's be honest too. For mm-hmm. something that trivial in the first place, no one's going to buy a console for just that.
1: You have to be like me, CD already in the market like, for no. a console, and then something exactly. like this pops up, and you're like,
0: okay, that's the I guess I'll get that version. incentive that I needed to do it. And it would have worked anyway if it was mm-hmm. a six-month additional.
1: Yeah. Make that photos but, exclusive for six months.
0: But now in Halo 5, only 1% of Any player base, unless they drastically change things, which would upset that
1: 1%,
0: will only achieve the Unicorn Helmets. And I do see them every once in a while, and every time I fucking do. Do you know why they wear them? Because they want to be loud and proud that they bought the Halo console, and only they will ever have the fucking Helmets. And for Achievists... And people who want to have a full collection, they will never be able to achieve that because of that damn exclusivity.
1: Or they'll be paying a fuck ton on eBay because shit sucks like that.
0: Well, but then it's ridiculous anyway. And who would do
1: that? People who have neurological problems. Okay.
0: Yeah. The most the the most neurotic, neurotic Neurotic. of all of us. Yeah. Exactly. But it's just it's it's a little silly to me. That's why we need to be so careful with yeah. what we pre-order and how we pre-order absolutely it's it's weird i can't let that affect my critical response of a game like angry joe can which yes. i respect his opinion and i yeah, understand absolutely. why he does it's it it's just
1: he's really big on fixating That's exactly the thing.
0: and i can't let that happen to me honestly i think halo 5 is like a 9 out of 10 game because mm-hmm. aside from the campaign story-wise that ends up mediocre and the annoying ai on your side It's a great game. Yeah, yeah. I'll be totally honest. And you're getting free map packs throughout the year, which keeps the player base together. Yes. I don't know if the justification for that is with the microtransactions or not. I'm not going to get into that kind of debate here. But I can't really complain with that value, and I can't complain Mm -hmm. with what I'm enjoying right now. I'm still playing the game because the multiplayer is intact, stable, and awesome. Nice that's what
1: it's about yeah there's not a whole lot more to be said about that i mean pre-order bonuses at this point just have gotten out of hand i mean everything that's it everything gets something stupid and extra that no one needs no one or like you were saying splits the player base in some way in some dumb way or else it's just frivolous and like we can justify the frivolous end because sometimes oftentimes those are not extra cost it's when they start to cost extra is when you start to get into the realm of bad business, bad men- methodology, and you need to stop feeding that machine because it's never good. It never ends up good because then they want to incentivize and franchise out the, 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 the IP. And once they franchise it out, uh, then it's going to just come with run-of-the-mill pre-order bonuses, run-of-the-mill DLCs that aren't good and not well thought out and just there to strictly drive home a price point. Mm-hmm. I'm past it all. I'm in my head, like, I've gotten to the point now where if I know I'm going to get a game, that's when I'll pre-order it. I'll pay the full price, This either the $60 digital, or else I'll pay the $5 down and $55 remaining for the next however long. If Unless I, did, like, absolutely dis- decide in my head, like, I need that special thing, I'm out. Like, and it has to be a physical thing. That's to be clarified. Like it has to be a physical item. Otherwise, I have no interest.
0: Yeah, that's exactly with how it was for me too. For Halo 5, um, there were some things that they specified in the exclusivity of the enhanced version mm-hmm. that I thought would have been cool and in reality weren't. So that's why now I'm, I have a negative mindset in my mind of like, oh, well, maybe I shouldn't have got that extra tier because it really wouldn't be necessary. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get anything that really cool to begin with. I got some random cards describing people that I already knew. It's like, wow, there that, that wasn't no point because the base value of the pre-order is going to get you the, the uh, blue team um, yeah. fall of reach storyline that's in Halo Waypoint. So I didn't need to pay the secondary version of the game in order to get that. Honestly, the only version of the game that made any sense price point wise was possibly the one that Andrew made like yeah, I have via remorse statue, for my yeah. pre-order of the legendary version of the game which I paid 80 e or 90 well, or 100 to be fair, bucks. For.
1: You were I would say you were, you were duped because I was a little duped. 4 but and 3's middle tier editions were that good and justified they had those purchases.
0: a lot purchases. of extra fun little stuff with it. My favorite was definitely Halo 3 and then Halo reaches because in Halo 3, you got a art book that was describing mm-hmm. the planets of the alien I races. I love the Reach one, because you that got the cool. statue at the, the, top Reach, well, the top tier. Well, the top tier, yeah. And then you got that Halsey journal. The Halsey
1: journal, journal regardless Man, of what awesome. tier you did, Apart, apart, like part, as long as you did anything above the basic, yeah. you got Halsey's journal. And yeah. It was an actual Halsey journal all the way through.
0: Well, yeah, and it's, not only does it have artwork because of it, but it also has dialogue, story that you kind of technically know by knowing her character. But it's interesting to see her point of view specifically. MVP trivial, written, but fun. written from her point of view. Exactly, yeah. trivial but fun.
1: Um, I just had one an actual proof. Oh, it's like getting a loot crate. You know what? And that's just, just to throw it in all of these games' faces. A game that was underrated when it came out. A game that's predecessor was underrated when it came out originally. Alice Madness Returns.
0: I have... I never played that.
1: I know what it is, though. Yeah. It's a sequel to American McGee's Alice. It was uh, a game about... Basically, it was just a twisted version of the Alice Wonderland storyline and through the Looking Glass storyline. Alice is then portrayed as going to uh, Wonderland still, but it's twisted. It's fucked up. Um in the sequel, she's fixing it. It winds up being a whole psychological thing. But what I did was I picked that game up the day that it came out. No pre-order bonus, no pre-order anything. $40 for the game. It came free with American McGee's Alice and the pre-order incentives were included because they just weren't selling apparently. So when I walked in, I got everything that I would have gotten for the pre-order for the base cost of the game up front. 40 bucks, got two full games, and all the extra costumes that do modify the game, but they're only, it's a, it's a single player game. There's no yeah. multiplayer component. Yeah. That's a game that properly sold itself. That was actually fun and that people should have checked out at the time, honestly. Like it was that good. It was mechanically solid. I never experienced glitches with it, that's for sure. And frankly even with those pre-order bonuses like they weren't bad and and clearly they weren't really like bonuses they were clearly just bonuses for buying the game at that point because they made them available right after that for everyone so with no additional cost that's the cool part is it was no additional cost whatsoever and that's an instance where i always look at it and go okay yeah if this company can do this and not just because they can but because they desired to they wanted to please their fan base yeah And then all these other companies are like, we need more money, we need more money, we need to feed the beast. Frankly, I think publishers are kind of the root of the evil here, in a way. They're the ones that tell game developers, developers, hey, we funded you guys so you could make this game. Also, we're the ones that worked out the licensing deal with Microsoft, Sony, and PC, whatever, Steam. And they're taking money from everyone and demanding money from everything.
0: Get ready for economics 101 since the beginning of Mm -hmm. time there's a reason why people hate the middleman yep for better or for worse yeah exactly for better or for worse because there are some middlemen that do a great job they know what they're doing there's a reason to hire Mm -hmm. them but in this case we're talking about that other half that other half that's really annoying
1: and they take they've taken over most of the gaming industry as a whole they
0: look at the base value of something say hey can we get an extra 20 bucks how do we do that
1: and then they make up reasons why they would get that extra 20 bucks
0: there's no artistic vision there's no appreciation for the consumer they just want some extra money quick yep it that and that i think is the root of all problems when we get into a market and we get into a critic view Mm -hmm. of these entertainment Mm -hmm. industries yeah exactly tv movies games books whatever Mm -hmm. honestly like The thing that annoys me for movies is when they pitch them to be something and then the marketing is totally off one way or the other. For example, uh, the bad version of this is when the marketing for Spectre looks amazing and great. It's a piece of shit movie. That's why you have us reviewers to tell you that it's a piece of shit movie. Mm -hmm. And then there's the other side of it where the marketing doesn't do a good enough a job and they ruin a movie like Live, Die and Repeat. No mm. one saw that movie in theaters. I loved that because movie because of the bad trailers. Love those that trailers movie. look like shit. Yeah, they do. But the movie is incredible. It is. I'd tell every single one of you that's listening to this today to go see that movie. Go watch it, please. It's I a watched geek it. movie. I loved I it. Love it. Yeah, it's a great movie. But that's what I'm saying here. You know, it's it's those people. Yeah, then you have look the ones at that quick are just weird. Buy,
1: quick sell. You have the ones that are just super weird with the marketing because then you have something like Crimson Peak that was just. Mismarketed. I feel like it was just poorly a, a mismarketed. It depended on the
0: trailer too. I thought the, I think it might have been the first trailer mm-hmm. was I think pretty accurate. Yeah, but then the second trailer kind of pitched it more towards that horror vibe, and it was a little which inaccurate.
1: is funny because regardless they played the same monologue over it of the and the monologue I was like it's a mystery secret and you're like oh my god isn't right, that if the I biggest only metaphor to you, for that movie ever if I only listen to you you paint the accurate picture for this film but every image used for these cutscenes for this trailer awfully chosen
0: well it was like i i said it in the review mm-hmm. for that movie but it's like guillermo del toro had a critic come in to like look at his first draft of it and everything without yep. many of the edits and then the critic was like yeah you need to let people know that this isn't going to be a horror movie and then they added this monologue and mm-hmm. metaphor in between like the first 20 minutes of the film that literally gives away the entire plot i and love the, the entire story it's incredibly say. meta and for better or for worse why it's can't just woman funny. tell a, a horror story well, it's just funny to me because it's, it's like scary. it's like if you get mad at him for not pitch giving you a horror story he's just like fuck you guys i told you like in the first 10 it's minutes a metaphor if you had watched it they're the ghosts are just here to help figure out the story
1: It was, yeah. So, like, those are examples of when publisher producers get involved and do stuff.
0: It's like the best things that should sing in your mind is when the marketing team and the The artistic team, the creative team, sync up together and make a product that just fucking sings. Yep. I think a great example of this this year, um, for me so far, and I'm sorry to put my nose right up its asshole. But Metal Gear Solid Five, I can't get over how great that game is, Mm -hmm. based on a gameplay value and, for the most part, an artistic vision. Here I know what a Kojima is trying to do.
1: Also, from the same company that released two things this year, oh my god, a positive and a negative. The negative first. What we were sold on, what we got with Avengers Two, we were sold on a dark, gritty storyline in every trailer. That's not what we got in the movie. No. Oh. At all. Any oh. anywhere close to what we were sold. Ant-Man, however, pitched itself as a fun heist film. What did I have? A, a fun, fun heist, heist film.
0: film. Know what you're doing.
1: So clearly, See? like companies just sometimes drop the ball out of the blue, too. So you have to be kind of wary of that and take a giant grain of salt with everything you are told and pitched.
0: Yeah. You know, and this is and this is what it comes down to every day. Even fellow critics, even fellow reviewers, even people like us that are just geeks in the, in In that industry, in the medium that want to do things, want to learn, want to talk. Yep. Listen to all of those different sides. And then once you have heard all the sides, you're going to know how to spend your money. sad part is there's
1: deadlines and sometimes it's hard to listen to all the sides. Deadlines. Well, I'll tell, I'll say that just so that you all don't feel like you have to fire back us. It is so
0: true. But at the same time, you need. Uh, if if we're gonna make a change for those deadlines, we need to fight with our dollars again. Absolutely. That's why, after Advanced Warfare, I am so guarded. If I'm gonna ever spend money on a Call of Duty game again, I am very intrigued with how you feel yeah, about it when you, you buy it and in December. You were talking about that, yeah. I'm, we'll, n- I'm we'll not, not buying this one because the Advanced Warfare sucked ballsack. Yeah, I I am gonna be a guarded consumer.
1: Absolutely, and I think especially when you get fucked over do research on the next iteration
0: exactly this next one is looking intriguing but i haven't been sold yet yeah and that's why for example for zane who was actually looking i'm waiting a full month
1: or so a little over before i make a decision about black ops 3 Mm -hmm. and if and my purchase and then from there i'll be able to evaluate the game if i do decide to get it or if i gather enough information in that month and go no then I won't get it. It's pretty simple.
0: Yeah. There's a reason why that meme, Take My Money, where you see Fry from Mm -hmm. Futurama just giving his dollars right out, is such a popular meme. It's the truth.
1: Yeah. If there's something we want. Take my money
0: if it's amazing.
1: Yeah. Don't take my money if I if it winds up being garbage. If please. you steal my money, I'm going to be mad. And probably never buy again. That's exactly. how that works.
0: And that's why we have critics, and that's why we have creators, and the two of them are two parts of the same hole at the end yep. of the day. We're trying to make better mediums for what we're doing.
1: So there you guys go. There's your buyer's guide leading into the holiday season. Yeah. Oddly be enough, careful with your pre-orders. Fit really well. Yeah, pre-orders, well, purchases in general, honestly. Okay. Let's be real.
0: So when we get down to it as, a, as an ending statement, yeah, yeah. what do you think are the... Signs that your pre-order is going to be a good one or a
1: bad pre-order? If everyone is... Yeah, it, yeah. Here, here's it. something that I say very specifically. Um, if a game... or If property has very early... Pre-release, overwhelmingly positive reviews, don't mm-hmm. trust a damn one of them. In this day and age of... Publishers and producers being allowed to pay off critics for positive reviews do not trust a single word till the release happens anymore. Once a game is out or movie or show or what have you, make an educated decision. That means find reviews, find a, a litany of reviews, even people that you don't think you would like to listen to. Listen to those people most of all. Well,
0: G- uh, Jim from Jimquisition now or yeah, Jim Sterling, exactly. man, he upsets me all the time. But damn, is he intriguing to listen to because he's exactly. that other side of the coin.
1: Exactly. So it's always something that you need to take a giant grain of salt with this whole with everything that's entertainment based. Mm-hmm. You need to understand that something if it's something that you've been following for years, like I followed Destiny for two full years before it ever came out and knew I was going to probably like it because by that point I had in- incurred enough information to make an educated decision about my purchase. That being said, they also marketed it in a way that was misleading to the overall market. So I will say that the majority of the people who wind up getting frustrated about that game are justified to themselves and to them unto themselves alone.
0: Yeah, again, that's it's that bad marketing mentality that exactly. we described. It's the problem with
1: Halo 5. Exactly, too. exactly. Perfect example as well because these are these are properties that there's certain people, very certain people that can easily vibe into it. Understand what they're getting at, understand what they're trying to sell and what they're trying to say. And there's a lot of people that listen to the words and misinterpret what they're trying to get across and then make a full purchase and have buyer's remorse.
0: Yeah. For me, I'm learning that the signs of it's going to be a good pre-order or not are, you know, what is the pre-order thing that you're getting? Yeah, the transparency if it's, within that. If it's a material item or the most trivial digital ones, I'll usually be like, okay, that's a fun little pre-order. I'll go ahead and do it. Um, The signs where it's a bad one is Mm -hmm. if it's exclusivity on like main campaign missions. Um, Depending on the game, sometimes multiplayer maps Mm -hmm. because that starts to leave a bad taste in my mouth, especially if it's like a Call of Duty. Yeah. Um, And especially if it's exclusivity forever. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's pretty messed up.
0: Too. Um, and then the other thing is transparency, just in general. Yep. Know what you're gonna buy. Yeah. If they're gonna tell you know early what they're on with selling D- you. yeah with DLC, then they're not telling you what that DLC is. Don't do it. Just don't do it. It's like a that, mystery box. Yeah. It, it's, it's literally
1: like, it's do you want to buy, buy mystery this mystery box. box? Do you want to buy this mystery box?
0: Yeah. If if you like uh, a loot crate where you don't know what you're getting every month for a game that you're spending sixty dollars on sure go for it if you're that
1: kind of person but i know i'm not also never forget that you don't have to pre-order you can purchase after the release and that's the
0: other thing people publishers will try and tell you and i'm saying publishers not developers Publishers. publishers will try and allude to the fact that there are limited resources or whatever if it's not nintendo yeah yeah you're gonna be fine
1: you're going to Honestly, be absolutely fine.
0: there are copies of Halo 5 fucking everywhere. Yeah. And it's the best-selling game out of a Halo series ever. Yep. And there's millions of copies just chilling around. You're because fine. Because they're going to provide yeah. that. You're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. Shh. It's, it's okay. It's okay.
1: And with that, I think we're going to wrap the Geek oh, Domination man. podcast. Good topic. Don't fall into buyer's remorse this holiday season. Don't. We have Black Friday coming up in two weeks. We have Christmas sail. like seven weeks or eight weeks from there. So please do not worry your head off this holiday season about needing to pre-order the best next thing or what have you. And be educated. Be educated. Purchase what you know you will like. Very much so. And if you're unsure about it, get a gifts receipt. Yeah,
0: get a gift certificate get a receipt um figure
1: out if the store has an exchange process of yeah. some kind because yeah. you should not be forced into buying a product that you will not want after the fact
0: right and at the end of the day too if you're a mom or a dad buying something for your kid know what it's about and listen to what Being are parent. about yeah. it be an
1: educated parent because we didn't talk are, much about that but yeah. ratings and things ratings like that need to be something you should probably pay attention matter. to yeah for some of you
0: yeah yeah. It, it depends on what it is, but if you go online, if you search YouTube and go to any critic that's talking about anything, mm-hmm. you'll find it quick and you'll find a good, comprehensive. Find idea the people that don't seem
1: like they're probably getting paid by someone.
0: Yeah, that's that, that. Let's that, be honest it. with those guys. Don't kind of go things. to an IGN or a Game yeah. Informer. Go to an Angry Joe, a Jim Sterling. Um, and be careful with those someone guys. Someone like Most me, those maybe. Guys, I don't know. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, and even to be fair to some of some of those people even get paid by microsoft or well, sony or, who, or whoever's publishing and that's that's so why, be wary yeah because they're supposed to be they're supposed to be transparent with those things
0: and that's why i honestly review like i i review not based on a rating scale i review based on hey should you get it or should you not simple well and i always like our
1: simple one of buy rent yeah uh borrow borrow
0: by you or avoid yeah exactly avoid like the plague specter you're gonna avoid absolutely. that like the plague.
1: <laughs> possibly red box but yeah. if you have a free credit like i do probably
0: so at any rate um just be careful this holiday season and uh you know don't be afraid <sighs> to don't fall into stayed. the pitfalls that don't. have happened in the past and honestly don't be afraid to only buy one game for your your mm. significant other or anything because trust me if it's a game like metal gear solid five or halo five multiplayer over. yep you're gonna be satisfied for months <laughs>
1: absolutely with that, we'll get out of here. Uh, you guys can always reach out to us at geekdominationlisteners at gmail.com. Go to our website, geekdomination.net. Uh, check us out on Facebook, Twitter. You can get to me and Anthony on Twitter as well at Jazzman4 and at Tyson Brothers Gaming. Or is it just at Tyson Brothers? I forget. Uh,
0: at, at Tyson Brothers. At Tyson Brothers, no. sorry.
1: Um, and I think that's about it. Uh, yeah,
0: go to YouTube. Search oh, yeah. up Geek Domination. Absolutely,
1: go to YouTube. We have stuff going up on there right now. Uh, probably Weekly coming up soon uh, you've got a new show starting sometimes. up sometimes. i know <laughs> but you've got a new show starting up soon
0: yeah yeah i want to let uh, well, uh, colorado people know what's coming out because i know we kind of get screwed on some releases yeah and yeah. i want to yeah. specify what's actually out this weekend
1: and in addition uh keep it locked to everything we do because we're kind of updating how we do stuff at all times yeah yeah so uh I'll check you guys later later bye